and welcome to the Old Dark Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Dean. Come in, sit down. Stay a while. Today, we are going to do our first thing. Head to head. Yeah, head to head. That's it's a much better snappy than uh, what I was going to call it. Head to head Halloween versus Halloween versus Halloween Two. two versus Halloween, Halloween two. two. Yeah. In this corner, we have an eighty-year-old man versus a fifty-year-old rocker. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. John Carpenter versus Rob Zombies. Halloween. Now, don't get it in your heads that we're trying to get you know antagonize or uh, anything. We're going to antagonize. Well. I meant, you know, we're not going to, we're going to try and look at it through a neutral lens, I think. I think I'm a little biased as hell on this, but... You're um, allowed to be. But everyone is allowed to have an opinion. I, I, you went head-to-head Halloween. I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, it was so much more snappy because he was like, because you said five minutes ago, what are we going to call this? And I'm like, and my first thought was, oh, the variety of the pros and cons... Of Halloween 1 and 2, John Carpenter's, versus Halloween 1 and 2, Rob Zombies. That's what I wanted to call it. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, first off, even though these movies, I'll say Halloween and Halloween, are in the same vein. Halloween 2 and Halloween 2 are light years apart. Right, okay, so Halloween... Carpenter's Halloween and Zombies Halloween. You you continue with Zombies Halloween. They're the same movie. Yeah. Right. It yeah. It's they're the same movie in the sense of It's the same outline. Yeah. Yeah. They are not the same movie. No, no. No, 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 no. They're not the same movie, but they do follow it's the same recipe. Right. It was it wasn't the psycho remake. No. No. Hmm. It's not like going in a completely different direction with us. No, is you know what was that? What was that cycle remake in the nineties? Was just a shot for shot remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't think that was. No, I think that kind of gets a uh, knack for like, like said that it is. Okay. But no, I thought that that movie was was fine in its own. I'm with you because again, I've only heard. If if I'm going to look at something and say almost a shot for shot remake. It's kind of hard to say. They don't do that a lot. Another one that got, that gets that reputation, and it's it's uh no, uh, cabin in the woods. No, not cabin in the woods. Yeah, that cabin in the woods would be that. That was a movie that didn't need to be remade. Okay, is it? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, the other one would be in a, a lot of American remakes on like a foreign film. Oh, Juan and the Ring. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, not Juan. I think that that was well executed because they even got the same director. Yes. Right? But um, let the right one in. Right. Right? Right. Let the right one in. And that, that is a very almost, I'm not going to say full-on shot-for-shot remake, but it's pretty pretty darn close to us. Yeah. Okay. I think that Rob Zombie is like, he's like, I love Halloween. Yeah. 
but I want some answers, like, as to why. And I think that's where he gets a lot of the flack. The fact of giving Michael Myers a backstory. A backstory, a reason. A reason, a motive. Yeah. That's one of the things that doesn't really bother me. Because no, because, well, you said before, I don't know, I can't pinpoint which episode it was. It might have been when we talked about the first Halloween. The first you know, Halloween. The first episode. Yeah. But it was, uh, you would say you enjoy the backstory or getting backstory out of stuff. I do. I do. I like having that itch scratched or peeling back that curtain and seeing something revealed. Yeah. And I just look at it through the lens of, you know... If I want to watch that, I can. There's still nothing stopping me from being able to go back and watch Halloween 78 as well. Right. Yeah. And I think nowadays with so many multiverse theories and whatnot and alternate timelines and different story arcs, like, movies are just doing that in general now. Yeah, well, people want to make sense. Oh, well, the, these three films are part of this line of movies. These three films are part of this line. These three follow this. So this one splits off after first Halloween. This one splits off after Halloween 2. And that's what's happening now. Back in 2007, it was not that way. No, it like, was just Rob Zombie's reimagining. Reimagining, and Halloween. I would think that somebody that went... In 2007, Rob Zombie only got into filmmaking, I think, in like 2003, 2004. House was his first. House, he filmed House, and it was completed around 2000. But I remember reading or hearing in an interview there that he couldn't get a, uh, like, somebody to produce the film or actually, like, put it out there. Okay. A studio. Um, So it was released in 2003, I do believe. Okay. So, if you're a fan of, like, old Halloween, like, you're a, like, stoic fan of, like, old school Halloween, and you haven't seen a Rob Zombie film, and you're going into, oh, they remade Halloween, I'm going to go in and watch this. A very different film. It's very different than Carpenter's Halloween, yes. But I think he paid a lot of, plenty of homages. Yeah. To. And uh, 2003 for House is right. 2003 yeah, for I guess I took up, uh, I took up uh, Rob's, uh, uh, what's this called? So 2003 was House, 2004 was Rejects. Five. Five? Yeah. Okay, and then 07 was, and I believe that ultimately Halloween 2007 is Rob Zombie's magnum opus. It's his biggest, like biggest budget for sure. Yeah. And probably the biggest return. Because I think it did really well in the box office, which led them to pumping out the second one. It must have. I mean, I remember going to see it in theaters. And it was, he did Halloween and then Halloween 2. Yeah. So, let's rip this band-aid off. And (laughs) neither one of us hate Rob Zombie's Halloween. We're actually both... Pretty well fans of it. I'm a big advocate for it. And and this is going to confuse a lot of people. Because, obviously, I recommend Halloween in in their first episode in my top five picks. Yeah. Or what I would recommend for somebody who's getting into horror to look at and watch. Right. I prefer 
Rob Zombie's Halloween. Myself. Right, okay. It just ticks a lot of boxes for me. It's the right amount of violence. Sure, it's a little bit crass in its humor. It is. But if you pay attention to the dialogue, you've talked to your buddies almost exactly that same way. Yeah. It captures real-life dialogue. And if people think that people don't talk that way in real life, you're not hanging around with my friends. Well, I mean, I... I, (laughs) I mean, I... Michael Myers, as a kid, that family, and again, talking about zombies, Halloween, that family, I knew that family. Oh, yeah. I knew that family where you walk in and the mom and dad are just, the, the mother and their, her, you know, her boyfriend are just, fuck you, you bitch, fuck you. It's like, oh, yeah, come on, man, let's just go to the room. They'll, they'll calm down now once we'll come out and get some bread. When my hand heals, I want to break it again on your fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like... That shit? I, I, I knew kids who got beat. I, I do, too. Yeah, like... And it's not that far off. No, it's not right. No, oh, no, I'm not agreeing with it. But people, think about it. Look at the news. Look at the world. When was the last time anything was right in reality? Right, so, uh, yeah. I, so don't I, feel bad when somebody peels back the curtain and shows you a bit of that in a film. Yeah. Right? It escalates real hard, too. It does. I mean, ooh. Oof, as it they does. say. And maybe um, Zombies Michael mm-hmm. would have ultimately still became the, like, killer... Even without that added gas to the fire, it's a possibility. He was already, I mean, the opening scene in Zombies Halloween is him taking his pet rat and murdering it off screen. Yeah. Like, he was very tender with it in the beginning. Which he was. was. He was very right? happy. He, he, I think, I think that was the show that, because like, he kills the rat off screen and it shows him washing his knife and stuff. Yep. And he was really happy with the rat because I, I think what that is the show. And this is a, a deep read, I think. Why do we fucking spoiler alert? Oh, yeah. We're going to spoil the shit out of these films. Uh, I, I think, I think as I watched it, I went, damn. He was real nice to that rat because he wanted to feel what it was like to kill that rat. Yeah. yeah. He was happy with it. Because he knew he was going to kill it. He relishes his skills in that in the, in that film. Yeah, as a kid. He takes his time. Mm-hmm. I, I think, like, the kill... He takes his time with people that matters. He didn't really take his time with the boyfriend. That was just rage. That was just pure, unabashed rage. Yeah. When he beat him with the, with the bat. Yeah. But he took his time with Ronnie. He took his time with uh, Judith. Yeah. He, yeah. And talk about another wow. Like, you wonder what's going to happen when when he pretty much kills Judith in the hallway and you see the baby in the crib. Yes. And he just, like, lays the, the knife, this huge fucking butcher knife, man. That's fucking massive. It's a kitchen knife. It's not a butcher it's a chef knife. It's a chef knife. Yeah, a butcher knife is... big. They can be. That's a fucking big knife. He's also a kid. I know he's a kid, yeah. But even even later, it's a big fucking knife. Yeah. 
Anyway, he lays it on the thing and goes over. He, like, leans down and kisses his Merry Christmas, boo. Oh, not Merry Happy Halloween, boo. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Then he picks up his sister, goes out and sits on the on the deck. Waits for a stripper mom again. And even, like, the dialogue between him and his mom, because I, I think there's a real connection there. Like, he does have a good connection with his mother. Yeah. But, like, she kisses him and is like, now live it up tonight, son, because tomorrow things are going to change around here. Yeah. You wonder, like, is that a, is that a flip? Was that a flip of the switch? I don't think so. He's already killed the bully at this point. Yes. Right? Yeah. Took his time with him, too. Oh, yeah. That was a... That may be my, I, I, I don't want to say favorite kill. That was one that actually, like, to me... I felt bad for that kid. That kid was a little shit. Yeah. But, man. Like, sometimes you want the bully to get it. I didn't want to get bully to get it that hard. He got it pretty bad. That would, and this movie doesn't... Rob Zombie does not shy away from the violence. No. At all. And I, that might be the biggest difference. Oh, it might be. That... Is it a contender for the largest difference between the movies? Yeah. If we're being honest, look, we even said it when, like, I recommend Halloween if you're getting into horror. The kills in, in like, 78's Halloween are not, like, they're not going to be, like, next level. No, they're pretty tame. They're pretty tame. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're cool. Like, there's a couple that are cool, but I don't know. Yeah, there's a few cool ones. It's mostly, I think, 78 has a different uh, air of... Uh, I don't want to say mystery, but air of horror. The terror is different. The fear that you feel in Carpenter's Halloween is different. Mm. It's a different atmosphere. Absolutely. So, like, zombies is just brimming with violence. There's a bit more to it than that. It's, well... Zombies is pretty layered. Okay, but... It is booming with violence. Yeah, it's that the violence is like the core charge of Michael. Yeah. Whereas in the Carpenter one, he's violent, of course. Yes, killing is violent. That's what it is. But it's more of this subtle stalking, ever lurking around the corner terror rather than this violent terror that's coming towards you. Yeah, yeah. Really feeling killer. Really, Michael Myers from 78 does take his time a lot more than, like, Rob Zombie's Michael Myers. Right. He does toy around a little bit. Um, One one scene in particular that that I like is when he's hiding behind the door. Lori comes in and finds Annie, and she's, like, wounded, and her boyfriend's hung up over. Yeah. And, uh... She's like, oh, baby, baby, like, are you okay? I love the fact that, like, that's what she calls her in those, like, dire moments. Yeah. I don't know if she calls her baby in any of the other points, but I know she does, like, in Halloween too. Yeah. She calls her that again in that very, very similar scene. But anyway, she goes into the kitchen to call the police, and Michael was standing behind the door the whole time, and he comes over and he just stands up and he's, like, pushing the, the dead boyfriend as he's hanging there. Oh, I can't. He's 
almost childlike. Like he's still very childlike in his man, like in those manners. Yeah. Right. Like you can see, like that child of playfulness, but he just doesn't connect anymore. But uh, yeah, okay. I I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Um. I have no. Uh, <laughs> I don't disagree. No. I I see what you're saying. But Halloween '78 is like I say, it's very ambiguous. Ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more ambiguous. I suppose, like, yeah, you know. Okay, so the uh, the kills in '78, as we said, are um, tamer. Yeah. There's there's one in particular. Uh, the car choking scene. Um, does he slash her throat? No, I don't think so. No? Okay, so I was watching and I was taking notes of... I don't think. I was, I was taking notes of... Uh, specifically, I took notes on how the kills were done. And um, so on that, I look... Let, let, let's read my note verbatim and see how my mind worked it out as I viewed it. Is she... Uh, is he... Wow, my writing is terrible. Is he supposed to knife her? Not sure how she dies. Because she falls with her eyes open mm. and hand on neck. I, I always interpreted it as he had crushed her windpipe or... Okay. Something. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what's that? Trachea. Yeah, I mean, I, I, th I think that, yeah, he... Th that that's what killed her. Okay. Right. And that was a pretty drawn out scene. One one of the things that I did like about seventy eight, I don't recall it in the other movies, in any of them, you hear him breathing in his mask, like he's like <laughs> like and, yeah. and you hear like the breath inside the mask. Yes. And whatnot, especially in that scene when he chokes Annie. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, you can definitely hear him the whole way. Yeah. Through that scene. He's not a full-on silent psychopath. He doesn't talk, but, I mean, he does make sounds. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, what, uh, what are the big problems you've seen with people on the zombie one? What are the problems? Yeah, pe people, because you, you just hit one, you said hey, he talks. I, I remember reading a comment one time in a YouTube video where this person had gone on about how vile and vulgar and brutal and disturbing that the film was. I'm like, lady, you're watching a fucking horror movie. How are you supposed to feel? All right, all right. So what I've seen commented fairly often is two things is in the second zombie one. Yeah. He talks. Once. Once. He, he says one word. Yep. Yeah. All right. Fine. And it's the last thing he, he does. Yeah. Um, and they unmask him often or he goes without a mask. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He had his mask pulled off in '78. I know. Yeah. And that that was that was something that always kind of made me go, "What? Uh, I I don't see what the problem with 
him not having the mask is, yeah, it's iconic. It's so what? There, there's no reason that he needs to have that on all the time. No. Not reasonable. They don't really show him getting the mask in 78, do they? I mean, I've watched it a lot, but I don't recall. I, I've watched them all. I know one of them. I think it may be part four. He takes one off of, like, the the shelf. Yeah, that's what I'm and thinking. And it's got, like, more... It's got, like, blonde hair, I think, the mask. In yeah, that's, that's that's where I'm thinking. It's just that, that hand reaching yeah. down and grabbing I'm your thinking mask. that's part four, though. I don't recall seeing, no, I mean, obviously, correct me, I mean, I've watched Halloween a shit ton of times. Just not something that screams out to me. But uh, I like that Zombie actually gave a reason why the mask was there. Right. It'll do it with the mask on, babe. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah, crass is, uh, crass is a good yeah. word to you. To use. Crass, raw, but also real. Yes. Right? Yeah, there are people like that. Yeah. Really are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's just kind of showing them. Yeah, but absolutely. at the same time, there are people who were like the first movie as well. Yeah. I, I think people would have bitched and complained if he had just shot for shot remade it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they bitched that they made him big. I love the fact that they got Tyler. Tyler Maine is like a great, does a great Michael Myers. Yeah, I I actually looked up who had done it, and I was like, what else is this guy in? And I mean, if you look at us, all the mid-2000 remakes made their killers bigger. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Jr.'s fucking huge in that. Yeah. He's a giant beast of a guy. And it's it should be. Like... That, that's something that's fine with me. When when Tyler Maine comes in, he's doing the, the ghost over, and he chokes. Yes. Um, I'm drawing a blank on her name, but... Oh, look at me. He chokes the third girl. <laughs> yeah, and he chokes the other friend. <laughs> Man, you really get a feel for how big of a guy he is when he's like... Yeah. Right? He's when, a big guy. Yeah. He was a... Uh... Sabretooth and X-Men. He was Sabretooth and X-Men. And when Annie runs in, into the kitchen after, and I mean, this is little Danielle Harris, mm. runs into the kitchen, grabs a knife, and is like, she's going to stand off against him, and he just, like, swats her to the floor. It's rough, and it feels real, right? And I, I, maybe that's why a lot of people are uncomfortable with it, because it feels... Well, yeah, and I, I think... Uh... I think that's kind of a a zombie specialty is that grind. Oh, I don't want to say grindhouse. I want to say grindhouse, but I don't think that's the right word for it. Yeah, gritty, 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 real kind of horror where it's like it's either like so over the top. Yep. It get it puts it into that. I guess you'd put it into that grindhouse kind of category, or it's just. Too real. Mm. Too real. And Halloween falls in that it's too real spot for zombie. I'm going to give you a little of, like, my own personal insights on some of, like, his kills once he assumes, like, his final form, I would say. (laughs) 
living in his vile bar. I mean, he's like form one is like the the kid in the clown clown costume. Yeah. Form two is the clown costume with Michael's mask. Eventually, he's final form Michael. Eventually, he's final form Michael. <laughs> well, once he once he does that. He's pretty brutal with how he kills the Strodes. Oh, yeah. And I think he's been watching the whole, because he was there. Like, if you recall, you see the whole dialogue between mom, son, uh, mom, daughter, and dad. Yeah. They're sitting out on the step before Lori goes to go trick-or-treating with uh, Tommy, I do believe. Okay, yeah. I think Michael's there watching that, and he's so angry with the fact of how good they are, and he's jealous. Yeah? Okay. Of, that's yeah, yeah, that that's why I think he takes so much time, like he's so violent in killing them. Yeah, that, that's definitely a read on fire Fire poker. Fire poker, yeah. yeah Another fire, fire poker. Fire poker. Oh, God. Yeah. Sweat. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> That's my one weakness. <laughs> so he takes his time there. I think he takes his time with Lori's friends because of, like, the sexy time. It's mm-hmm. funny. Judith wouldn't take him trick-or-treating right? she wanted to go up and fuck her boyfriend. Yeah. So I think that's why he's so violent towards them. Okay, because they're just wanting to go fuck. Yeah. Yeah? Right. I think that that's, that's my read on some of his kills. <clears throat> I mean, anyone can do that with, with horror films. Peel it back a little bit. Put your own meaning behind it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yourself into the shoes. And there's a lot of... Um... Well, Jason Voorhees. Oh, there's a lot of Jason Voorhees. There's not a lot of Jason Voorhees, but a lot of people theorize the reason why he comes back killing camp counselors and shit is because that's camp counselors were there screwing while he was drowning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's a lot of real life mass murderers, serial killers that, you know, I think I've mentioned this once before once before in an episode, but um where they're sexually aroused and they get off mm. through the killing process. They can only finish when they have someone who is in an enormous amount of pain and dying or dead. Yeah. That's what gets him going. Which is a level of fucked. Now, is that Michael Myers? No. I, I, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think there's, there's any sexual... Well, there's, it, it's similar. In the way you describe it just there, it's a similar situation where he's... he These girls are getting... They're going to have sex and that's it. He's going to follow them and finish them off. Yeah. Whether that's, it may not be a sexual experience for him. And, oh. I don't get a sexual read off. No, I, I, I don't either. I, I think he's more. Um, I, I think it's more of the, you know, things that remind him of his past. Yeah. Is what drives him into that, that rage. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's more uh, uh, sexually sterile yeah. in that way. Not. Not honestly, you know, sterilized, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's no point in the film that I feel that he is in any way. Romantic towards anything. Towards anything. No, no. Asexual, aromantic, 
And maybe he's like super against it because of like what it what his mom had to do and that he's yeah. constantly, you know, tortured because his mom was a stripper. Yeah. Right? So let's see. I, I here's something we want to go through. We've talked a lot about the remake. Yeah. So far. I like talking about it. Let's let's start with the with Carpenter's Halloween. With Carpenter's Halloween. Let's go through let's go through just a handful of pros. Okay, so at the time watching it, I, I'm not against the opening, like when you see him kill his sister. I I love that kill. Right? I, I think that's a fantastically shot and done kill. That's that is my favorite kill in the movie. Uh, in the first movie, that's my favorite kill in the first movie. Wow. The stabbing, you're looking through the eye holes of the mask. This doesn't feel real. It feels surreal. It's really? Re- yeah. Oh, don't stab me. Ah, ah. I let you, you're, he's, you can see the knife going down and like, it's and, like, and you're almost straight out the eye holes the, and the, he's, you can tell, well, you can just see that he's ang- looking down. The angle of that film, like he looks up and you see the knife going like that. Right. I, I don't, I don't like that kill at all. You don't all. like that kill at no, all? No, that's no. my favorite one in the first one. It's a cool kill. Yeah. Right? No, that's, uh. But. I just don't think it's... Obviously, we have two opinions on this. Oh, yeah. I don't think that one was executed well, but... Whatever it is, when he raises up and you see on, like, the third stab is finally when the knife is bloodied. Yeah, yeah. It's not the first one. No. That came out clean. I guess her shirt was clean or it, it, it you know, wiped itself. And he doesn't really seem to be stabbing with a whole lot of force, but he's very mechanical in his stance. Yeah. Right? I, I love that. That's my favorite kill in the first Halloween. You know, that is a pretty cool scene when he's, like, standing there and you see the, the parents coming up and he's just standing with the knife. Right. And they pull the mask off and he just has this emotionless, lifeless stare. Yeah. Right? Now, it's a good scene. Like, overall, it's a good scene. Not a fan of the kill, the okay, way, way that was shot. But. That's fine. You, you must like the kill where he kills the dog. No. No. My favorite kill in Halloween, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say it's probably the classic one. Pin-up? The pin-up, yeah. Right? There's just something about that kill in particular and him stepping back and admiring his work. The head tilt. Right? The, hel- the head tilt. I, I enjoy that. Yeah, that's like the or is that is that the first head tilt? It may be. I think so. For Maybe Michael Myers, yeah. Is that his I first? Think head it's, tilt? I think it's the first Michael Myers head tilt. Yeah. Right, and that kill was almost completely like reshot, shot for shot. Yeah. In the uh, in the remake. Yeah. Right. Even that pause frame, still the one you see in Scream. Uh, where it's Michael just holding back the knife. Yes. And they pause that a lot in, like, horror films and whatnot. That one frame. Yeah, well, right? it's a threatening frame. Yeah, it is. So pros for John Carpenter's, other than what are... Uh, the kills are cool. I think the kills are fine. They're bloodless. You can call that a pro if you're early on getting into it and you don't want this mangled mess of violence you yeah. want a nice clean kill and have have a 
Have, I mean, have it, a nice, watch a nice fun kill. Yeah, I mean, you you could you could do that with Halloween straight up. Halloween takes a lot of boxes. You find it's paced well though. The first Halloween, it's kind of a bit of a slower film. I don't I don't have with the first Halloween. No, I don't have a problem with the pacing. No, not the first one. No, no, not the first one. The first one, the, I I think a a pro for the first one, I think is the methodical pace of Michael Winners, where he it, it is a yeah it's a, I guess you'd call it a well he never word. runs no but I don't even I, just I, mean I that. can't recall ever seeing Michael Myers run other than maybe the time he kind of scampered up over the hood of the car in the first one mm. right. Um, no, I just mean his, like, ever-looming presence in the background. Oh, he's always there. I think that's a way, uh, that's a pro if you ever want one. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fantastic. Right, and I I think, like, that whole Michael Myers always in the background, I think that that was kind of, or it feels like it should have been some form of inspiration for It Follows. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? It's, yeah, or at least it follows, definitely plays homage to that and different points. Yeah, that's right. I mean, obviously, it's a little bit different in, in ways, but the fact that it's always there and he's always there. Right. I got to argue, one of the biggest, like, pet, I don't know if it's a pet peeve or like one of the biggest disagreements I have is when people, even John Carpenter, when he, like, akins, I mean, I know I'm arguing with the guy who made the fucking film. Yeah. But when he akins Michael to a force of nature. Right. I don't I don't get that feeling of him. No. Right? I, I think he has intent, clear intent. What 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 his intent, it's like you said, you. Right. I mean, you. And a force of nature doesn't... Zombies are a force of nature. Okay. Right? Zombies are going to come into a house and they're going to pick whatever's first. They're not just, you're in the back, I'm coming for you. Right. No, I'm eating the person that's close to me first. So Michael was truly a force of nature. He'd kill everyone he encountered immediately. You said this the other night and I still can't agree with you. No. No. No, I don't agree with you on that at all. I mean, what does a hurricane do? It destroys everything in its path. But Michael Myers not a hurricane. Michael, I, I think the I mean, force of nature, I, I think the idea of it being him being a force of nature is just the fact that he is ever-present and unstoppable and is somewhat unpredictable. Not that he is... Not that he leaves a wake of damage wherever he goes. It's just that when he goes somewhere, yeah, it's always going to rain, but sometimes that rain's going to flood your house. Mm. Yeah, well, Michael Myers is always going to come, and sometimes he's going to kill you. Sometimes he's going to choose your house. Sometimes he's going to choose your house. Okay. I guess I can see it, but... I think that's kind of more what, what they mean when they say him as a force of nature. I understand what you're also saying. Also that he's mindless and he doesn't have any, uh, like, forethought. No, he definitely has forethought. He yeah. No one hides in the backseat of a car and chokes a bitch. No. Without forethought. That's, that's not, right. That's not not having forethought. You're, you're not going to go and dig up your sister's gravestone 
and spread out a body in front of it in the basement of your childhood home. Right. If you were not thinking. Nobody right. does that without thinking. No. Nobody does that without a motive. No, I don't think he's an unthinking killing machine. He's not. I don't think that's how he is. Yeah, so. Force of nature, I, I kind of, that's how I interpret what they mean is the, uh, yeah, well, I'm going to fuck up your house this time. Or, yeah. As, as I said, he showed up, he seen Lori, and he went, you, for no reason, again, in the first one. Mm-hmm. You, I'm going to kill you and just you and everything around you. I wish I remember where I heard that. I remember where I heard it. I don't know who said it. It was from uh, it was from a Shudder, Shudder uh, documentary, docuseries. But even that in itself is motive and intent. Yes. Right? And a thought process. Something about Lori. He doesn't have a thought process. Something about Lori. No, a lot of people do, though. I uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people will argue with you and say... Oh, no, he's thoughtless, yeah. Yeah. He just does. He's just a killing machine. Right. Yeah, I think there's a bit more to him than that, yeah. Any other pros for Halloween 1? Any other pros for Halloween 1? I mean, let's go and say it. Jamie Lee Curtis. That's a great fucking thing for, about Halloween 1. Yeah. Like Halloween 78. Yeah. Right? It gave us Jamie Lee Curtis. There you go. Right? What about... I just want to go through these four movies mm -hmm. before we forget that we're talking about four separate movies. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll go tangent on everyone, I'm sure. Pros in Halloween 2. Carpenter's Halloween Of course. Two? Carpenter's Halloween 2. Chronological. Halloween 81. 81 of them? I think it's 81, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For sure it's 81. I'm not going to... Uh, it's 80-something. It is 81, yeah. I believed you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not question you. So my pros for Halloween 2, I love the fact that it's just a continuation of the same night. Right. It's part one, part two. Yep. That, that I, I do enjoy that. Yep. I like the fact that there's no breather between. No. It's, it's just continues. You could have made, like, they they could have almost cut that movie and made, like, a three or four hour yeah. one film. Right. Right? It's a total continuation. Um, Halloween 2, I like the fact that they amped up the kills a little. Yes. They re... Oh, excuse me. I like really me did. some kill. I likes me some violent. Right? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, what's your favorite kill? In Halloween 2? Yeah. Ooh. Um, let's see. Oh, oh Nurse Tits. The one who's boiled? Yeah. Drown boiled. I kind of like the one where he just comes up, like stabs that, that, that nurse in the back, and like fucking lifts her up with like... Oh, pin up 2. Yeah. 2 yeah. Surgical stainless steel man, strong. <laughs> it was a scalpel. Yeah. That's what he stabbed her with. I suppose it is strong. Oh, oh. Actually, I like something more than that, and it's it's an off-scene kill. Is it the nurse that's bled out? Yeah. Then it's a cool fucking one. I think, I think, so. Visually, that. Really good. Yeah, that's Really that's, good, the fact that they didn't show him do that. 
Because the act of killing someone in that way is not the horrifying part. It is how they look after is the horrifying part. Yeah. Because she's just bled out and like she's she's just drained. She's just through drained. A, through a pinhole. Yep. Like just basically cut off the uh the IV tubing. Yeah. Right? Or whatever it was, a blood collection or whatever. Yeah. And she just let out. And, and going in, the, uh, oh, what was he, paramedic founder? Yeah, the paramedic. The paramedic founder. went in, founder, slips and whaps his head off the floor. And I got to say, though, she's one hot fucking nurse. <laughs> Hello, nurse. Lord have mercy, why can't I be in that hospital? Yeah. Did you find her attractive? I don't think there was any, there was many unattractive women in the movie, so I don't know. Yeah, that, that would, that was, that one, yeah. I, I would all, almost love to give that my favorite kill. Yeah. That's my favorite, like, reveal. Reveal, yeah. Right? Uh, that, that would definitely be my favorite reveal. Most realistic kill? or most graphically realistic kill in Halloween 2, is uh, the U.S. Marshal. The U.S. Marshal, yeah. Yeah, just yep. there, and just slip throat. Yep. Like, full, full shown. Well, they full on, like, way violence it up. Yeah, compared to the first one. And FYI, guys, do not do what we did on Halloween. Oh, <laughs> So that so so this Halloween every every October John does a horror movie every night, and the big thing to finish it off it wasn't on Halloween it was like a day before or something it, like that it was the weekend before Halloween we all have kids so we got we had to do our trick or treating duties yeah. and whatnot. Um, it Halloween was, for me is <laughs> Halloween is my fucking Christmas so yeah. Um, so it was like the Saturday before. So. It was a Saturday. It was the weekend, but it's usually the weekend before, and it's it's the adult Halloween party, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. We send the kids off, and actually, we didn't send them off this year, but that's a, another story that I'm not going to share right now because I don't need to. But ultimately, and, like it was me, you, and some other friends yeah. in your shed, yeah, watching Halloween. Yes, Halloween '78 to Resurrection, wasn't it? Yes, yes. That's that's where we got to. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't find, for the life of us, a copy of Halloween 2. I tried. I looked. We fucking looked everywhere. It was like, we'll buy it. Yeah. Not even available to, like, purchase on, like, YouTube music or YouTube movies, anything like that. Like, I'll buy it. No problem. And find I, think, some. I think it was on YouTube, but we were like... That's where we did find that, it. I was like... Dude, Somebody had to spend it right now because it says it's here on YouTube. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't there to buy. It wasn't. If if it was there to buy, I would have bought it. I feel like I would have tried to stop you. Yeah, but I would have bought. It. <laughs> <laughs> you did, Lady Terminator. What the hell is that? I don't know. Well, jeez, we'll find out in three weeks. And you just buy it. Yeah, yeah, it's on its way. <laughs> Lady Terminator. That's a... That's a fucking wicked movie. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a wicked movie. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite foreign films. Oh, I fucking love it. 
I fucking love it. She's hot as shit, man. Oh, she's gorgeous. She takes a lot of boxes. She's a gorgeous woman. Now, for any of you out there scurrying to go watch Lady Terminator, it's not a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's a good movie. But, uh, yeah, uh, she's a beautiful lady who played that uh, Lady Terminator with her snake in her hoo-ha. Nurse Virginia... Alves, that's that's the one that gets bled out, and that's the one that's, oh boy. Yeah, you like her, eh? Hello, nurse. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. It's got to be a shitty way to die, though, having your blood pumped out of you. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Oh, it got to be. So, no. I worked with a guy. <laughs> he looks at me one day and goes, you ever think about how you'd kill someone you don't like? I mean, yeah, I kind of have. It's like, you ever think about really fucked up ways to kill people? And I'm just looking at this guy. He's in his, you know, mid to late 50s. And I'm like, uh... I don't really like to announce it. (laughs) What do you think? Uh, He was was a buddy of mine at this, you know, we've been working together for like a year and a half. Yeah. Right? I was, he was actually, I was learning from him. And he looks at me when he looks and goes, yeah, I just want to strap a guy down to... To a, to a chair, put a pickle jar in front of him, put in an IV line, and just put it into the top of the pickle jar so he can watch himself bleed to death. Jesus Christ, Bob, what the fuck? Did you watch Halloween too? <laughs> I don't know why he's watched, but <laughs> damn, dude. Uh, he come up, he come up there, I was like, oh man, no, that's... That's slow and torturous. I, I just wanted to, like, cut people's ligaments and throw them on a fire ant hill. And he's like, you're fucking... That, that's fucked up, dude. Like, you, yeah. You hear what you said? Yeah, so that that, that kill reminds me of that. Reminds you of that, that guy. Man, the, the hydrotherapy tank. That's a that's a cool kill, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That That's probably the one, you know, we're putting this, this kill in here. This is the one people are probably going to remember. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, like I said, that's that's Nurse Tits. That's, my, that's my favorite kill. Man, the fucking nurses get it hard in this movie. I mean, they do. They're just, trying, they're just there trying to take care of babies. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. And, uh, oh, everyone, everyone, everyone in Carpenter's Halloween 2 gets, it, gets done a lot dirtier than anyone did in the first one. Oh, yeah. And I think it works well together with the first one because it's like he just escalates through the night. Right? As the night progresses, yeah, he yeah. escalates. Well, the more he kills. Right. Right? Uh, I think a pro of the second one is that it goes well with the first one. It does. You can double feature this. We, we, we had already talked about it. And I think that, yeah, w- once again, that is that is a big strength for the, these two films. Yeah. Don't know if zombies go so hand in hand. They do, but in a much different way. Yeah, I I wouldn't double. I wouldn't want to double feature them. I'd watch them both back to back, but like, I would. You could not mash them together into one film. This you could. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because this is the same night. Like, this isn't years apart. No. Right. Yeah, so, well, let's move on to uh, Rob Zombies. We said a lot about the F- Rob Zombies' first Halloween. We, we have. Yeah. yeah. 
Pro is, well, you want gorier kills, you want more violent kills. You can it's been it's been almost it's been twenty-five years since the first Halloween came out. You get more violent kills. I'm also gonna go ahead and say you get much more memorable characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Memorable characters from Halloween. Carpenter's Halloween. Go. Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Rob yeah. Zombies. Uh, we were talking earlier about how fucking cool uh, Brad Dorff is. Yeah, yeah. Right? As the sheriff. Yeah. Oh, Loomis from Carpenter's. Oh. Mm, that's a... Oh, that's a hard miss. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we missed that. That's naughty us. Naughty you, I guess. Oh, naughty me. Oh, you don't think he's memorable? Not a fan. <laughs> no? I'm not a fan of Loomis, No. No, I'm not. Now. I'm getting a lot of hate now. Mm, I'm getting Mount a lot of hate. McDowell's Lewis is so much more an asshole. Is a more believable. And Lewis. he is much more uh, entertaining to watch. Okay. So, right there. Right there, you've got your Tide. Because Michael Myers, Tyler Maine as Michael Myers is fucking cool. Yes. I really enjoy Scout Taylor Compton's take on Laurie Strode. No, I don't, you don't like, like her. I don't like her at all. She feels like a real fucking teenager. Really? Oh, man. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Do you like it? Are you bugged with how screamy she is? Oh, no, not that. Because it makes sense for her to be fucking screaming in suburbia. Somebody might come for help. Yeah. No one does, but... No, uh... Um, might. Her... Maybe it's just how I, I was raised myself. But her interactions with her parents don't seem like something that would be real to me. I guess not. She's like fingering a bagel and talking about... Getting fucked or something. I, I I don't remember what it is, but she's like making reference to sex. That is one scene. Her mother and her mother's getting all like upset about it. That is one scene that yeah maybe is a little bit off. But and I'm like, holy fuck! Like, I don't I don't know. I'm sure there are people who are like that. She's way more different than Jamie Lee Curtis's. Oh, they're not the same character. It's the same character, but they're not the same character. No. Uh. And just her with her friends in the first one just seem, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't scream to me like they're teenage girls. I get, I get the feeling that it's portrayed well. Yeah? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel her in that, in the first one. I don't know, I wasn't hanging around with a shit ton of, like, teenage girls in 2007. I was. I, I, I decidedly was not. I graduated high school in 2001. Yeah, I was currently not graduating high school at the moment. And I was decidedly not the ladies' man. Definitely not the cheerleaders' ladies' man at the time. Were they cheerleaders? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, they're talking about, like, the cheer squad. They got the sports oh, jackets and shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, now... I don't. I have no idea what cheerleaders were like. Right. So I mean, they're 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 the hot chicks in school. Ah. Oh. They're full of themselves. They're full of life. Not for long. 
not for long. I, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot more memorable characters. And maybe, okay, so I found her more... Even Joe Grizzly, man. He's only in one scene, but he's cool as shit. Joe Grizzly. The trucker. He's taking a shit. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Yeah, I was like, fuck, is that Shaft? Or am I racist? No, it's uh, Peter from Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at the guy, I'm like, oh man. He got the sideburns, like... Like, he, he got, like, a full shaft thing on the go. It's like, buff shaft. Yeah. I I never... Uh, I got a taco supreme talking back at me. Yeah, So yeah. I'm going to be a minute. Hey, brother, you better take it on the arches before I finish dropping this load. Let me pass this beast in peace. <laughs> he, he is, uh... He's memorable. He, even the fucking trucker. The one scene is pretty memorable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get, I'll uh, I'll see to that. So you found a better there's better characters or more memorable characters. Oh, for sure. Doesn't mean that they're better. It means they're more memorable. Well, they're actually. And I, I, I love how the father, how her father frets over. Oh, we need to fix up bones. Can we, can we get him put back together? Yeah. He's like real real fretting over his uh his favorite Halloween decoration. Yeah. It's such like a suburban thing to do, right? Oh, it is. I, I even love their uh, their voicemail. Oh, yeah. yeah. When, uh, when Brackett calls and uh, you see them, pan it's panning around to their murder scene. Yeah. And uh, you hear them talking on the, uh, the voicemail and he's doing like the bad Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a lot of attention. Put in, put to, put into the details in that film, and as far as paying homage, I think there was a lot in the way the camera tracks, and especially the scenes going between Lori's and uh, or not not Lori's um, the two the two kids that they're babysitting their houses. Right, right. The scenes that are transitioning between those two houses, yeah, are very similar to yeah seventy eight Halloween. Yes. Right, you do see a couple of scenes where Michael's in the background. He's slowly stalking them. Yeah, right. He rolls really good on his stealth checks. He does. Got a good bonus to him. Did you uh, Did you catch when he's standing up behind Lindsay watching uh, watching the movie? That's the same film that was playing when he killed Ronnie. Huh. Yeah. What were the, What was it? Thing from another world. Thing from another world. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I remember Which was a nod to Carpenter as well for the remake of the thing. Ah, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. You know Tommy's uh, Halloween costume is Otis's robe and face paint from House of a Thousand Corpses. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know There's that. There's so many nods. He and put so much... Because, I mean, Rob Zombie is a massive... He's not just, like... Uh, horror director, writer, whatever. He's a massive fan. He is. He's like a massive fan of the genre. But I can even see a little bit of a di like a difference in him in like interviews and stuff after Halloween. Yeah. Because of how poorly it was received and how much he got shit on for it. I think it took the wind out of his sails a lot, man. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, this was like a big budget film. It was. And I think he put his heart and his soul into it. 
Another thing that pisses me off is, like, they bitch about how he puts his wife into it. I thought Cherry Moon was fine as the mom. Oh, yeah. In the in both of these films. That was um, Michael's mother was yeah. his wife. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, she's fine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I have, uh, I didn't realize that was, I knew his wife was in the movie. I didn't know who she played. Yeah. That makes sense, and yeah, fine. That's yeah. I, I don't think she did a bad job. I thought she did. Uh, I thought she did a great job. It, Like the scene where, you know, she's watching the home video of Michael and she shoots herself. Yeah. That's a pretty... And when you look at how things have gone and what she had just witnessed, she knows that that, like, up to that point, I think she was just hoping against hope that there was a chance for him. Right. But after he killed the nurse... Right. And she goes up and she's like Michael and she pulls off his mask and he lunges at her. I think she knew right then and there that... That was it. That's it. Her her baby is gone. Yeah. And she just couldn't cope. Yeah. I don't agree with her. Not that the Michael was a lost cause, but she had another kid. Yeah, she does does have another kid, but man, put yourself in that certain, in that situation. One of your children... Just killed another of your children. Right. And is irredeemable for that. That's something to unpack, right? Yeah. And some you people know. just check out. Yes. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, it's not like she immediately did it. No. I think just she just could not, could not cope at all anymore. Over time. Right. It was done, yeah. And that, that scene where like the gun blast goes off and, and you hear, um, Lori, Angel. Yeah. Just that high-pitched shrill cry yes. from her. You hear that again as the movie ends was when the gun goes off and she shoots Michael. Mm. And it goes to that shrill cry and you see the flash of Angel crying again. Okay. Right? Man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fucking layers to that film. And again, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me because that's the kind of thing that these massive horror fans do. Yeah. And, again, Rob Zombie is definitely one of the biggest fans of the genre that there is right now, especially, you know, of, of note. Oh. Of note. Like, you know, a famous horror fan. I, I think, yeah. I mean, he, he's kind of like... I, I don't know if he's like... Obviously, there's plenty of directors and whatnot that are fans of horror. Right. Right? Like Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, Eli Roth. Right? Like, but I mean, like, like, I would say Jordan Peele would be a more of an akin to Rob Zombie in the sense that they're coming from something else. Yes. He's coming from a background of comedy acting. Yeah. Into horror because he loves it. Rob Zombie's coming from music into horror. But I mean, you know Rob Zombie loves horror. Right. Even from his music. Oh, yeah. Right? Everything. And he directed his own music videos. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I did know that. Um, also, he directed the animated segment in uh, Beavis and Butthead Do America, where they're hallucinating out, uh, they eat a cactus and hallucinate out in the desert. Okay. Yeah, and it goes into this animated fucking wild Rob Zombie, like, full-on section for a little bit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I I think he got a lot of... I feel bad for him. 
Yeah. I feel bad for the whole everyone that worked on that film and got got shit on for it. I don't. I don't think it deserves it. The negativity. All right. You came at it from a different lens, though. Like you came into it like not this super huge fan of the original to no becoming into something. Did you watch Zombies first? Did I watch Rob's? I might have, because I went and seen it. As a teenager. Yeah. When it came out in theaters. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't know if I'd watched the original before then or not. Okay. I can't say. Neither one sticks out in my memory as older than the other. Decidedly, I had watched the original, but I guess I'm just one of those lucky people that can disassociate a little bit. Like, I can go into something, and if it's moderately well done... Right. I'll enjoy myself. Right. And I'm not super angry when you fuck around with something because I acknowledge Rob Zombie in, in making, I've said it before, in making this film, he didn't take every copy of Halloween 78, throw them in a pile and burn them and say, you can't watch that anymore. You have to watch mine. Right. He did not do that. Before we get any more tangential. Yeah, I do that. Uh Halloween, Zombies Halloween 2, pros. Zombies Halloween 2, pros. Mm. I love the fact of how different it is. The little bit of surrealness to it? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Halloween, like, 78 and 81, 81 is more violent. Yeah. But it still feels like the same film. Right. This is, like, two completely different films. It's two different films, yeah. I love the fact that you took a final girl... And you showed the after effects a year later of what that does to you. What having your friends murdered brutally in front of you, pretty much. Yeah. And being near, very nearly a victim yourself does to you. I like Lori more in this one than the first one. Okay. I find her more realistic. And may, maybe. It- Maybe it comes down to, as you were saying, uh, with just the type of teenage girls I knew at the time. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, the teenage girls he becomes friends with are definitely the outcasts and, like, the, uh, I don't want to say renegades, but um, they're uh, they're the, not the in crowd. They're more your... The more of the people that I would have hung out with. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there you go. They're hanging out with a hippie at a record store, and one of the girls is like, should I show the old hippie my tits again? And, and we've seen... That is very much something that I had friends in high school that would have been like, let's show this dude my tits. Just, you know, some 16-year-old, like, free entry? And some, like, 24-year-old, like, yeah, man, go on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's happened. I've been with girls who've done that. Get into the concerts for free. Wow. Flashing. You have a wilder life than me, John. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. No. That was um, one time specifically, but like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't, oh, pits out? Yeah, all right. That happens. That happens every now and then. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, it just just occurs. Yeah, free, but, the, um, free the nip. But uh, I I found her more 
realistic and she she portrayed being broken very well i found oh she did um she's a diverse my other young, young actress my other big pro and this is probably my biggest pro for this movie and i didn't find it in this in, in any of the other ones is the musical choice the musical the choice. score now john carpenter's score is iconic you can throw that in as a pro on for the first step for the first one uh, John Carpenter's first one. Um, you can't argue with the score for Carpenter's Halloween. No, no, no. But the background music. Yeah, well, there's not Halloween the, too. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of like actual like music. No, like, I, I'm struggling like songs. Yeah, I don't, I don't... In Halloween. I don't know of any songs in No, Halloween it's, it's, it's like a the, score versus, you know, a soundtrack. Right. Okay? Right, the sound, so, yeah, yeah, that's probably go. a good way of saying that. The uh, soundtrack in Zombies Halloween 2 is damn. Oh, it opens up. The movie opens up. Almost, if, if I'm recalling right from watching it, I don't want to say it opens up with, but very soon in the... Front of the movie? Yeah. Uh, Moody Blues, Nights in White Satin. Yes. And it's, that's just one of those songs that seems real, it's real relaxing. Well, the Zombie is a musician, so, I mean, you would think he's going to execute music well. I uh, get yeah. Place music well in his film. And it is. He, do, he does do that. Like, Devil's Rejects, he was really good with, like, popping in, like, good 70s rock. Yeah, and I mean the the music that he shows is all over the place too. Yep, I I love the music, the songs, the actual soundtrack of this. Yeah, I like the fact that of course, well, he used Fear the Reaper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that was in the first one. Yeah, yeah, in the first one. Don't fear the Reaper. That's a common usage for yes. horror. For horror, uh, X. X, another one. Fear I'm the sure Reaper. I'm sure we could. Uh, Find more if we tried. What was there music? I thought it was in the second one too. I mean, I didn't watch like. Don't fear the reaper didn't show up in. Uh, was in there the a song movie. playing on the radio when he killed the rednecks? Yeah, yeah, there was, and uh, it wasn't that. It was. Um, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. The oyster cult. No. No. It. Um. I knew the song. Yeah, I'm drawing the similarity in Halloween one because it did play on the uh, the radio. It did before he did pin up and chokey choke. Yeah. So, you got any other pros for that one? Pros for Halloween too? Yeah, I got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, do you notice how seventy eight and eighty one the violence was ramped up? Yes. Oh seven. Believe it or not, you watch Rob Zombie's Halloween, you watch Halloween too. It's more violent. It is. It's considerably more violent. Yeah, okay. You don't agree? No, I am I am agreeing. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find out what the song was. Okay. If this is in order, it was uh oh, was it Motorhead that was playing then? Maybe. Because Motorhead came on at one point. It was Motorhead, or was it Rod Stewart, or Scream? Perhaps my favorite play is, um, play on music, is 
love hurts. Yeah, that's near the end, isn't it? But it's in both the films. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's the song that um, the mother danced to when Michael's <laughs> sitting on the step, waiting for on the step, waiting, waiting for her to come wait, back. Well, at, just after trick or treating, and then it's another rendition of the song as Michael and Lori lay dying after the coming into the cabin. Right. Right. In the second one. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a different, like, obviously, I mean, you're t- talking two very different meanings on the lyrics of that song. Yeah. But I-, I get where he was going with it, and I-, I enjoyed it. I actually really like that second rendition, that slower, slower rendition of it. Yeah. Right? I did like that. Yes. Uh, their costumes in the second one, did you notice what they were? You had mentioned earlier. They were Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, you had mentioned, and I've still not seen it. I love... So the friend the friend that goes to get fucked, I, I don't know her name. Uh, the hot one. The hot one? She's 16, Dean. <laughs> Maybe she's 17 now, I don't know. The actor's obviously in her 20s. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the pass, I guess. Uh, she, uh, she's a... I'm, I'm a chick dressing up as a dude who dresses up as a chick. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I didn't recognize her costume at first. Is it Tim Curry? And it's Dr. Frankenfurter from... Okay. And when they got to the party... Yeah. I could see that um, Lori was dressed up as Magenta. And the other friend was as um, the, the other chicks whose name I cannot remember. I can't. I can never remember her name off the top of my head. The name of the character, because it was uh, it was Columbia, a... Magenta and Columbia. Magenta. They were they were dressed up as, and the other friend was Doctor Frankenfurter. And damn, I like that little reference. He likes Rocky Horror. Why don't you? I don't know if I like it, John. I've never seen it. Rocky Horror. Not a big musical guy. Rocky Horror is not a good movie. Ooh. Oh, I think, I think people, I, I think you might have just shifted people's ire. <laughs> I think they may be more angry with you for saying it's not a good movie well, than you, me for not seeing it. Give me a second here now. <laughs> I don't think it's a good movie. I love it to pieces. Okay. I love it to pieces. Is that the deal the, with a lot of horror films? Though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is... Except Shark Exorcist. Oh, Shark Exorcist can go fuck itself. Yeah. Fuck that movie. But uh, Rocky Horror, it is a fun, fun horror show. And it's... Unlike Shark Exorcist. Unlike Shark Exorcist. Yeah. But it's fun. And it's meant to be fun. And it's playful. And it's musical. And you can... Since it's like, since you you listen, you watch it a few times and you listen to the music a few times and it just becomes this this cool thing. Mm. And damn, at about, that was around when this movie, or when the first Halloween came out, was about the time that I seen Rocky Horror for the first time. I was, I was 15 or 16 and me and my friends, one of them was just like, oh, you got to watch this. And I watched it, I was like, what the fuck was that? That was something. And the more I watch it, the more you the more you watch it, the more you like it. I think it's fantastic. 
Well, you got to watch it two or three times before you like it, I think. Yeah. It's going to be rough for me. Yeah? I'm not a big musicals guy. I'm going to have... You're, you're going to have to... Like, I watched uh, Sweeney Todd once. I watched Sweeney Todd once as well. Mm. Is it better than Sweeney Todd? It's more entertaining than Sweeney Todd. Okay. Sweeney Todd tried to be dark. Rocky Horror does not try to be anything other than Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror is... I think the 80s had a man. very missed musical opportunity. Yeah? They should have did a musical zombie film with Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, they made Thriller. They made Thriller. That video was there. The attention was on it. I think we had a missed missed opportunity. I, I would definitely love a zombie musical. Poultry Geist is kind of a zombie musical. I don't know if I want to watch Poultry Geist. Have you seen it? No. Oh. I have not. You weren't with us when we watched that? I didn't. I missed that one. Oh. You missed something else, I'll tell you. Yeah. It's a, tra- it's a trauma film. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I know that. And, and I know what trauma films are. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Father's Day this year. Yeah. We're going to be talking about that at some point. At some point. Yeah, we will be. Yep. Depending on the order you're listening to this podcast... We may have already talked about it. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That's, that's freaky. It won't be on before now. Before, if this is freshly posted, we haven't talked about Father's Day yet. Yeah. If uh, if this is a couple, if you're watching this a couple years later, we might, we probably do. probably have. Yeah, yeah. We, we got a limited amount of movies we're going to go through and then we're going to refresh our list. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love Rocky Horror though. Don't don't take me saying it's a bad movie as something to not watch it. Yeah, because if you're gonna say something like that, you gotta explain yourself. Yeah. I love it the pieces. I can understand who people would just be like, no, this this is fucking what the fuck's wrong with you? Is it a horror film? Um Like do people die in it? Yes. Okay. It's a horror film. Okay. I'll go with it. It is a it is a horror, sci-fi, comedy, musical, drama. That sounds really hard to pull off. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest, it's fucking weird, man. Is it on the list? I don't know. We'll have to add it to the list. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to. Yeah. So I can really disappoint people with my... <laughs> if, if, if we go to listen to it, you need to listen to the soundtrack for a week beforehand. Okay. And then watch the movie. And then watch the and movie. And then watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the way to do it. I mean, I've probably heard the songs before. You've heard Time Warp. I know you've heard Time Warp because I've had it on here while you've been here. Yeah, yeah. So, well, there's things about Halloween, too. Rob Zombie's Halloween, too. I like the, like, he, he definitely paid homage. Yeah, oh, to, a lot of it. And, like. The hello the the hospital section is kinda there. Yeah, it is, but it's a dream. Is it a dream or is it a memory? Okay. Because oh boy, I'm a firm believer in the theory that Lori is killing people in Halloween too. Right. She's not killing everybody. Michael Mars is there, but he's not killing them all. Right. I think the people that may have died at the hospital might have been Lori. Might have been Lori. I don't know if I read it that way. I can understand how you how you could. I don't I don't feel like that's how it is. In the in the credits they do a shot 
of each of his kills. Right. Oh, that's what you claim. There's one kill that's what from Halloween you claim. 2. That's what you claim. No, it is. It's all of his kills from, from like, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. All of his kills. And there's only one kill shown from right. Halloween 2. That is not proof that that is all he's killed. No, I guess not. No. But, I'm, but like, it does... I know it's what I claim. Yes. But... You can't argue the fact that there is only one kill shown from oh, Halloween. No, that, that, that's so why is that one kill shown? But all of his kills from Halloween 07 are shown. Like I said, I follow the logic that brings you to the conclusion. Mm. I just can't wholeheartedly agree with it. Okay. I I have a problem with this movie. Yeah? I do. I don't like it very much. You know something? That's it. Is it was this your first time watching it? Yeah. I said that the first time I watched it, too. And then I didn't watch it anymore. I watched that movie once. Yeah. Had a formed opinion of it. Mm. And then I did not rewatch it again until a couple of months ago. Okay. I think. And, and, and like, Man, there's a lot more going on in this movie than what I thought. I think my downfall on this movie is not... It's going to sound wrong. It's not the movie itself. It is. But it's not specifically what's happening, what's taking place, okay. the order, or anything like that. It's nothing technical. Like, it's nothing that happens in the movie. I, I don't... The pacing throws me off. I think he could have caught an amount of material. I think he could have caught down a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it could and it would have been just the same. And just more tight. Think there's a lot of just extra fluff. There's a bunch of scenes of just Michael walking through meadows, walking his way towards Haddonfield. I don't, I don't care how Michael gets to fucking Haddonfield. I don't. No. I know he's gonna be there. It's fucking Michael Myers. Just yeah, he's there. Fucking hand waving him in a way. That doesn't that that sort of thing doesn't bother me. Yeah. Oh, he's there because he he got there. I mean, we didn't show how. I, I get that Rob Zombie wanted wanted to show. How he got there. I mean, you watched it this morning. Yeah. I mean, that's fresh in your mind, but like him walking is not striking me as like a big composition of the film. No, it's not like there's 10 minutes of it or something, but there's like, there's just a lot of lingering scenes that don't need to linger as long as they do. Okay. I find it just. I'll I'll worry about it. It just kind of drags it out. And I'm not generally one of these people who are like, hey, let's go quick, 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 you know. I'm not an impatient film watcher. I can watch some pretty slow-paced stuff. Yeah. And, hey, maybe it was my mindset this morning. I don't know. But uh, I just found it was really dragged out longer than it needed to be. I think it could have been... 15 minutes longer than Halloween 2. 15 minutes longer. Yep. What I just watched was... How long's Halloween 2? Which one? Which one are we doing? Carpenter's. Carpenter's Halloween 2 is an hour 32. And... Zombies is an hour 45. Okay, so the version I just watched was a two-hour runtime. So you watched the director's cut. Okay, with a... I'm guessing... That's usually like five to eight minutes of credits on a modern film, somewhere around. Yeah. So call it buck fifty. 
So yeah. it's like five, six, seven extra minutes. But you did get, in my opinion, the better ending. Okay. There's two endings. There's two endings. There's two, okay. There's two endings. And I think you you got the superior because even though obviously director's cut is going to be longer. Yeah. Right? Maybe that's why it seemed a little bit dragged out to you, but... Maybe... But Halloween is actually longer. The... F- the theatrical. Zombies? Yeah, it's an hour 49. Hmm. I didn't... I uh, see in this other. I didn't find that one dragged out. It was... Again, just... It was structured. Now... I cannot... Halloween 2 was notoriously tampered with by studios. Oh, okay. I can't quite put my finger on why I feel like it's a little dragged out. But I know that's how I feel. I, so I can't, it's not I can't, wrong. I can't point and say, this is... Yeah, it's I how can, you feel, it's not I wrong. I can say, uh, yeah, I can say scenes seem to drag out a little longer, but that, that's... Yeah. You know, oh, well, what scenes, this, that, or how much time, I don't fucking know. But... It felt like it just went on when it didn't need to. Mm. And it dragged me down a little bit on it. So yeah. I watched Halloween and Halloween last night with Aaron again. Yeah. He preferred Rob Zombie's Halloween. I could see that for him. By far. Yeah. And he found Halloween to be slow and boring. And he's watched Halloween before, I assume, at this nope. point. How? How long have you guys been friends? A while. Like, thirty. Only the past year, thirty years. Only for the past year have we been getting together once a week. Right. And the way we the way we do it is he picks a couple of shows or something that he feels. I watched all of Star Trek Lower Decks. Yeah. To this point. Yeah. I've watched season one, and we're starting season two of Picard. Okay. I haven't seen Next Generation. Oh. So, I'm not a Trekkie. No. I am so not a Trekkie. The Trek I like is not the Trek you're going to like. You're probably going to want to reach across the... No, we've had this conversation. I like the Kelvin universe. Yeah, I know. I love that. Action-y shit, you got my attention. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) See? That's fine. So, there you go. It's my opinion. It's not wrong for me. Yes. Right? It's like... And you find Halloween too. Drags, drags a little bit. So there you go. Yeah, I, I I'm looking at my rating and I'm like, no, nah, that's wrong. What are your ratings? Uh let's see here. Now I'm gonna change the Halloween two rating after talking about it. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna be floored with my ratings. You, my my rating here is gonna be weird to you. I do believe my rating is rather. <laughs> Surprisingly, actually, I'm changing everything. I'm not changing everything. I'm changing, changing some stuff. Chronological order or one two one two. We'll go seventy eight. That would be chronological order. One two one two is chronological order. Year l- released. If you're doing it that. Oh way. oh yeah you know one 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 two two or chronological. One two one two. Okay. Yeah. One two one two. That, that's chronological? Yeah. One, two, two? One, two, one, two. So chronological. Yeah. Carpenters, then zombies. Who's on first? Carpenters, then zombies. Halloween 78. What's your rating? 
Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. It would be. I'm, I'm also eight. It would be that seven out of ten. Agreement. But uh, I'm giving an extra point for historical, uh, for you know, uh, the historical premise of the whole. Not premise. The historical. The legacy. The, the legacy. legacy of it. Yep. I'm giving a point for the legacy. And I definitely do have a, an input on that for sure. Yeah. Uh, Halloween 2? Halloween 2. Six. Six? Six eight. out of ten. Eight, eight again. Yeah? I'm adding eight. Okay. I fucking love it. Yeah. I love it. I want to see a cut. I'm going to go. I think I might go home tonight and watch them in order. Oh, the first two? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Zombies. Zombies. Both. 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 No, the first one. No, no. Well, sure. First one. First one's going to tell you the second one. Yeah, okay. There's the same. Okay, first one. Both seven out of ten. Seven out of ten? Both eight. of them. Eight and eight? Eight and eight. Can you do eight? I am eight right across the board. Ah. I love and I appreciate both of these sets of films for what they bring to the table. Yeah. And I'm happy we live in a world where both exist. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on the mood I'm in, mostly I'm going to watch Rob Zombies. Yeah. Sometimes I want to go back and watch Carpenters. Yeah. I'm eight straight across the board. And I would wa- I would almost sit down and watch these movies at any point. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. The funny that's thing fun. is, Halloween is actually not near my favorite Halloween, not near my favorite slasher franchise. No. Jason's way up there for that on me, but man, his films are not great. <laughs> we don't really get much into a good Friday the 13th films. No. Get a lot of cool kills. Yeah. Jason's a cool as fuck killer. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's the strength in Friday the 13th. In, yeah, right? And I think, like, Zombies, Halloween versus Carp- Carpenters, the only character I really cared about was Laurie. Right. And in thinking about it, kind of the nurses in the second one, I feel they got a raw deal. But I actually kind of, like, I felt bad about some characters in Zombies. Right. Poor fucking Annie, man. Annie is Sheriff's daughter? Yeah. Yeah. To go through that shit in the first film, just to have to go through that shit basically again. Yeah. Finally... She's a tough little bird, man, to survive those wounds in the first film. Yeah. And I thought, you know, maybe she'll survive this one. Nope. Just going to die there in in Lori's arms. And that's fucking heart-wrenching. That, that's, that gets me. Yeah? Yeah, and when Brackett comes in, he finds her, and he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, man, being a dad to a little girl, I can only fucking imagine. Like, a yeah. girl that's, like, coming into, like, her teenage years and stuff that... Something like that happened to my fucking baby girl. I don't know what. No. It's like I say, we, we mentioned that earlier, and we're like, it's hard to even put those thoughts through your head as a father. One, one of, like, one, this is a line from Lord of the Rings. Now, I'm going to get shit because I've never read the books. Man, that's only fine. Watched, I've only watched the films. That's, that's, that's fine. But there's a scene in the film where Theoden is standing near the grave of his son. And he says something along the lines of, no parent should ever have to bear the burden of burying the child. It's not like the natural order of things. No. You know the scene? I'm talking yeah. About. Oh, yeah. 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 
Um, there is an old Buddhist proverb, uh, poem, whatever it is, this little story. Um, I first heard about it through a video game, mm -hmm. and I looked it up, and it, it, it's an actual old thing, old story. So, um, how it goes is this family asks for a blessing from a Buddhist, you know, hey, you want to write us a blessing? And he writes, a, he writes down uh, on little pieces of wood that, you know, in a little board that you can stick, you can take them up, you can switch them around, but you know, yeah. he writes it down, sends it in the order. Go, just grandparents die, parents die, children die, grandchildren die, and they're like, "What the fuck, man? Yeah, what kind of bullshit is this?" And so there's like, you got, you know, you got to change that. We that's not what we want hung in our house. Mm -hmm. Like that's messed up. We don't want that in our house. And he goes, well, I can't change the message. No. We can change the order if you find that better. But I think this is the best order that it could happen. Yes. And I wholeheartedly. And so, you know, and, you know, he just, yeah. take, he just takes it around, switches. Oh, okay. Children die, parents die, grandparents die, grandchildren. Is that better? Well, no. No. Because what he had it is the natural order, order. of what should happen. Anything... Uh, and and some of the stories, or however this is told, it is uh, anything outside of this. Yeah, is you know horrifying. It's it's bad. It's not right. Anything outside of that is terrible, a tragedy. Yeah. So yeah, in that order, yeah, same kind of deal. It's a natural order. I want to just touch briefly on how much of a piece of shit Loomis is in Halloween too. He's oh, yeah. kind of a piece of shit in Halloween 1. He's kind? Or 7. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's, problem, that's the problem I have with Loomis in the original films. He's not a dickhead? No, he just, he feels very, I need, he, I need him, I need to sit down with old Loomis. I need to sit down with, like, Pleasance's Loomis and be like, explain to me why you feel the way you do. Because it bothers me. Even, like, this is going back to Jaws, and I mentioned about how it bothered me in Jaws when Brody is adamant that there's a shark. I'm adamant about it. I'm clairvoyant on it. And Loomis is the same way with Michael. Right. How does he glean Michael's inevitable murder spree from just him being silent? He hasn't spoken a word. He hasn't... Basically, he's just been catatonic the whole while. How has Loomis foreseen this shit? Yeah. How does he know that, oh, those eyes hold nothing behind them? Yeah, it just feels like a, like a plot hook and a, and a tagline. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not bought into it. Whereas you see Malcolm McDowell's Loomis... Yeah. In the beginning, I feel, yeah, generally he's a child psychiatrist. He feels some form of empathy, and he wants to help Michael originally. Right. Then when he realizes he can't, then he just goes and he uses Michael, his, ses his sessions yeah. with Michael to, you know, write a book and basically title it 
the devil's eyes. Love that monologue when he's doing that. Uh, um, that publishing yeah, announcement that, or whatever it is for his or, book. Yeah, or... Uh, press conference? Press conference. I don't know if it's a press conference or if it's like a uh, seminar. Book announcement. It's something like I don't know what it is either. Yeah, but they focus on Malcolm McDowell's eyes. Yeah. And he's like, these are the eyes of a psychopath. I, I thought that was that was really good. Yeah, Malcolm. I like Malcolm McDowell a lot. He's He plays like a good layered... Layered character. Helps also that he plays a piece of shit really well. He does. And right? constantly. Oh, yeah. I guess he does kind of redeem himself in the end. He does go put himself in harm's way at the end of both films. I guess. But he's still a piece of shit. Oh, absolutely. So I think, yeah, in like saying that, we're eights across the board for me. Yeah, eight, you, six, seven, seven. So, in like, does your order of rating express your favorite films? Like, your favorite set of films? Like, if you were to pick, like, it was gone to your head and one's got to go, what would it be? Oh, one, well, like, get rid of a set of them. Yeah. Oh, shit. Or not, not, not get rid of them. Just guns to your head, you can't watch them anymore. That's probably the better way. You're not getting rid of them. You're not robbing the world of them. Right. It's just you're basically robbing yourself of them. All right. Well, I'll I'll probably stick with zombies. Stick with zombies? Yeah. I think I'd be sticking with zombies as well. Yeah. So believe me, you can take that all, do with it what you will. I mean, it's just our opinions. It's our thoughts. Yeah. My only encouragement would be is if you're like, Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Just give it a try. Open up a little. Like, pay a little bit more attention. Don't go into it, like, expecting it to be Halloween or better than, like, Carpenter's Halloween. Give it a chance. And likewise, if you are, like, super into zombies films and you're like, well, I'm not watching Halloween because it's not violent enough, you should give it a try. It's a different take. It is. Right? Yeah. There's a two-way street. They're totally different movies. Like... You're talking two very different directors as well. Yeah, very. Obviously talking different experience as well. But actually, if you look at it, Rob Zombie was actually probably a little bit more experienced than John Carpenter when he made his version of Halloween because he had a couple of movies under his belt. Yeah, what did Carpenter have before Halloween? I don't recall. I know had, Halloween was originally like an independent film. Because Zombie had House and Rejects and See. all of his music videos. Yeah, Malcolm McDowell plays a real, real good asshole. He does, yeah. He's been doing movies for a long ass time, too. He, 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 he could have been. He could have been in the original Halloween. Not... He was asked to be. I just mean, like, he was acting at the time when the original one came out. He was already, a, you know, he was already an established actor. He directed a lot of shorts. Beforehand. Beforehand. But no feature length. Um, in 69 was a short. His first, I'm guessing, was Darkstar. It was 74. Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, okay. Was 76. Halloween was 78. 
Man, John Carpenter's done a lot of fucking good movies. Yeah. Well, looking at his, like, the movies he's directed, he hasn't directed as many as you'd think. Like, he doesn't have pages. No. Of films. 2017, he directed a music video for Christine. For Christine? I want to know what that is. Like, the car? Yeah, the car movie. 2017, yeah. 2016, he did some music uh, video for Escape from New York. Huh. But his last film that he directed was The Ward in 2010. Really? Yep. So he's retired. I mean, for now. For now, yeah. Right? I guess he doesn't really need to... Uh... I mean, he's still alive. <laughs> oh, that was... Uh... So, I mean, was, I, I, would say I would say you're never fully retired. Who was um, some magazine quoted out? That, uh, that he, a, a John Carpenter quote is like, oh yeah, here's a John Carpenter quote. I would have been his 70th whatever birth would have been. Yeah. His 70th birthday. He's like, what do you mean? And he tweeted back, what do you mean would have been? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I do recall this. Does that mean, what do you mean would I do recall this. Yeah, that's funny. There you go. You got our opinions on it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's that time. Holy shit, is it? Certainly sounds to me like something's getting on the go. Holy fuck. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny? It would be funny. It would be funny. I don't know who's getting into it. Probably not going to be funny. Well, there's someone we mentioned. <laughs> yeah, we we did. Fuke. Fukeman. Fukeman. Fuckman. Fuckman. Chris Fuckman. He's getting into it. Ooh. Max Candy. Yeah. Is that, um... Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The uh, remake, I guess. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, not... De Niro's. De Niro's. Yeah. He's a lot more fucked up. De Niro's Max Candy. Can we, can we pretend that... Can we, uh... Can we swap him out with Sideshow Bob? Because they did a whole episode that was... The Simpsons did a full episode that was just a parody of that. Did they? And it was Sideshow Bob tracking down Bart. That's great. Yeah, like ends on a houseboat and everything. That's great. Yeah. There, there's an episode of The Simpsons you can watch. Yeah, I've never watched an episode of The Simpsons. And you think you're going to get hate for uh, liking Rob Zombie's Halloween? That's a fucking weird thing. That's odd. That That's you, fucking weird. Yeah. That yeah. you made it through the... I, I acknowledge that that is fucking weird. Like, you made it through the 90s without watching an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. It's fucking weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like... Man, you definitely watch... No. I mean, I've been in a room with it on. Right. But I've never sat down and watched it. Right. Right? I mean, it's not like that. I mean, I know... I know it happens in Springfield... I know a bit about it. I know who Bart is. Yeah. I know who Homer is. Mr. Burns. I know the characters. It's just hard not to start to finish. How I've never there. sat down and watched an episode. I think the, I wasn't allowed to watch it. You weren't. No. We used to sit down and watch it. I remember when the TV was out in what we called the front room. That's not fit to watch. Yeah, we, we would sit down all like the whole family and watch Simpsons. And in the news. Well, Mom, I can't watch The Simpsons, so I'm going to go in and watch Friday the 13th. That's fucking hilarious, John. 
For some reason, my mother came up with it in her head that it was fine for me to watch RoboCop, but not The Simpsons. Right. That's not fit to watch. Destruction of your family unit. That's teaching you, teaching you bad stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, here, here you, it's teaching you bad stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, RoboCop, you have Clarence Boddicker doing coke off of some whore's tits. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> ah, the 80s. Uh, yeah, the Simpsons been around since the 80s, man. Simpsons started the year I was born. Holy shit. And I, I think I recall seeing, didn't it look different? Yeah, well, cause so it started off on um, the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah. As, a, as, a, as just a short sketch. Right? And then moved on from there. And actually, Marge had the ridiculous hair. Yeah. Because she was supposed to have rabbit ears underneath it. That was supposed to be like a secret that she had rabbit ears hid underneath her hair. Oh. Because um, uh, his name, Jesus, um, Matt, Matt Groening, Great Groening, Groening, however you say his name. His first comic, Life in Hell, had rabbits. It was, you know, it was about rabbits. Yeah. And not like the David Lynch short film rabbits. That was weird. But, um. Yeah, Marge, at the end of season one, Marge was supposed to expose herself that she had, get exposed that she had rabbit ears on her head. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's never happened. Yeah. But uh, that's fine. I mean, it may still be there. No, no. no. They've shown her yeah, with her hair you, down. You have seen her with her hair down, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in high school, it shows her to have, like, long, flowing hair. Marge's gone to hot. God damn it, <laughs> I mean... There's websites for that. Why? Why does she stick around with with Homer? Like, really? I mean, she way she Stop. way she way out of Homer. Stockholm syndrome. I don't. Know. Yeah, there, there there is probably websites for that. Absolutely. Oh no, oh, no, that wasn't a that wasn't a question. That wasn't a that wasn't yeah a, yeah. That I I know. I, I, I'm aware of Rule Thirty Four. Oh no no beyond that there's like special there's a specialty porno about. The Simpsons. Oh my God! Yeah. The world, the world. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but I have come across it and gone, I am not watching that. I am not looking at that. That is because I mean, they're all adults now. Like the whole family is adults. Like right down to Maggie is an adult, drawn as an adult, and it's just it's it's a porno parody. Yeah. Yeah. Which, oh. God. It's always weird about them how they don't fucking age because if you if you did add up every episode, yeah, like they would have like even if it happened at like hour to hour, minute to minute, they would have aged somehow since. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but uh, anyway, this is going to be a weird one because ultimately, um, we're not we're not getting a whole lot like. I can find Max Caddy yeah. on the Villains Wiki. Chris Fuckman is not there. No. The Fuckman is not there. Well, the Fuckman, for anyone who... Uh, he is from Father's Day, the trauma film that we actually mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, he is a demon-empowered man who kills fathers on Father's Day and, like, bites their dicks off and shit. Yeah. Mutilates them. And Max Cady, Max Caddy, whatever he is, Katie, I think it is. 
Probably. Occupation, serial killer, slash convicted rapist. Wow. That's rough, but it gives an in for the fuckman, because he could be a father. Oh. Right? Fuckman only kills daddies. He only kills daddies. But in saying that, Max Cady is just a man. Yeah. He is just a man, but powers slash skills, high intelligence, physical strength, fighting skills, manipulation, rape and murder methods, gunmanship, evasion, stealth, and a high pain tolerance. Right. So, Fuckman, I don't think he's overly intelligent. He's fat. He's fat. He's not overly in shape. He has an... I say he has a higher pain tolerance because of what he's into. Yeah. And uh, he's... I'm going to say he's more sadistic than uh, Max. Mm-hmm. Think about some of those scenes Oh, yeah. From, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Max is fucked up and, like, he is not... He is... He is realistically sadistic. He's a fucked up guy. He is a very... Like... The Max, Max Caddy is like the poster child of sociopath. Yes. Of a sociopath. Uh, uh, the a, a narcissist. A ner- a, a, is it a narcissistic? Was he self-obsessed? Oh, he's definitely that. Like his physical, like his, he takes so much, like his physical form. And yeah. Like, he's a very physical, in fit guy. Right. The fuckman is debaucherous to the yes. point of like, if the if he if if Chris Fuckman was part of the Warhammer forty k universe, yeah, he would have long ago devoted himself to Slanesh, the god of excess. Absolutely, he actively sought out demons to bargain with and become more powerful. Yes, and just. What he does is he becomes reincarnated every time he does die. So he'll go to hell and he'll get reincarnated and come back to life and just go kill more daddies. And that may happen, but there's no powers in bills. Well, there's no powers in bills. I I think Max will, I think Max will win and kill Chris, and yeah. I think Chris will enjoy it. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's a. Oh, that's a sentence. He'll be asking him to rape. I mean, him I, I, I don't think Max is going to rape Fuckman. No. He's not Max's type. No, no. But Ma- Chris is going to be like, come on, fuck me already. Just like, and just and like. It's only going to piss him off. Oh, yeah. That's only going to piss him off. That's going to go. He's through. men. Max is pretty vile and depraved. Yeah. Have you, have you seen Cape Fear? I've seen reviews on Cape Fear and... You've not actually I've seen I've not it. sat down and watched the movie. I think it's on the list. Ah, uh, is it? Yeah, I think it might be. If not, it should be on a future list. Yeah. Is our list... We, we looked at it the other week and went, we can squeeze a few more. Yeah, we can get a few more. So we did. It's literally... It's the back of an exercise book and we're just stabbing it randomly for... Our next movie picks. So we're in we're in agreement that Max Cady is going to. Oh yeah. He's going to kill the fuckman. Oh yeah, yeah. The fuckman doesn't have the physicality to fight. He does. He doesn't. W- no. Without his powers. Right. Right. Even with his powers, his powers don't give him. In hell, he has power. Yeah. He, he's like semi-demon, 
but on Earth he's not. On Earth he's not. He's no. just he's just a fat dude. He's just a fat dude yeah. who gets pushed off a dam. Yeah, he's like me. I'm a fat dude. No, you're not. Not you're not as fat as the fuck man. <laughs> you got a bit of weight on you, but it's not. No, you know. no, I, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not the fuck man. No, you right. certainly are not. But you also got some like fucking muscles on you too. Yeah, yeah. Muscle. Yeah. Muscles from Brussels. So yeah, I guess it. The fuckman is out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let's. Uh, I mean, the fuckman would have totally destroyed a few people, but the physical specimen that Max Cady is, and the fact that he is like good in a fight, is going to make him. It's it's going to make him hard to beat at Bills. Yeah. Unless he goes up against like. And eventually, if he keeps a giant snowman. Yeah. 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 It's going to take a special someone to unseat a big fucking snowman. <laughs> Surprisingly nimble. Well, guys, we hope you hated it. And Absolutely. And if you did, don't forget to come back and hate us some more. Yeah. This is our unrefined opinion, and we are a couple of idiots. Yep. And uh, if you hated or enjoyed it, you can come and follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Tell us how much you hated it. Yeah, at DNJ underscore T-O-D-P. Or you can email us at theolddarkpodcast at gmail.com. We, uh... We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Throw us some hate. Throw us some love. Either way. Either way. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, until next time, I'm Dean. And I'm John. We will see you the next time. Have fun. Take care.